Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. I hope you're all keeping well and having a good week. My name's Gary, one of your hosts as always, and joining me and is back in the co-host hot seat. He puts the Wook in Wookie, I guess. It's Mr. Mark, Mr. Mark Asrith. How you doing, buddy? What does that mean then? Oh, you're the Wook. I don't know what that means though. Does that mean that you're the key? Possibly. <laughs> well... I'm the on in the falcon, or the foul, whatever you want. Right then. The work. It's the work. I'm the work. I'll take that. All right. Well, yeah, I'm all right. Thanks, mate. You know, if, uh, as you know, I've had, uh, had a week off work. Um, done some Star Wars bits and bobs. Of course, yeah. um, of course he has. Uh, well, we're going to get. We'll get to some of that actually later because I think we've got a bit of news pertaining to what I've been doing with, with Star Wars. But yeah, I had a week off work, mate. Bought a lawnmower, so that's a thing. And uh, <laughs> what else have we been doing? Yeah, I bought a cordless lawnmower. That was a pain in the ass. Um, then, what else did I do? Put some window furniture on. And uh, got a COVID jab, actually. Got my uh, first jab this week. How'd you swing that? Um, <clears throat> I didn't. They rang me. They, uh, The doctors that I'm with, they was like, this, they, they're, is that Mark? I said, yes, Debbie. <laughs> right, hi, Debbie. Where are you calling from? Surgery. So what surgery? Your surgery. I said, all right, Debbie. Sounds like you're from the surgery. She said, I am. <laughs> COVID. I heard of it. I said, I've heard of it. As it goes, Debbie, what you got for me? She said, well, as it happens, we've done all the people in our area that are in the relevant age group. We've got some spare. Rather than ship them off, we want to do other people in the area. Your surname begins with A. Do you want to come in? I was like, uh, that's weird, but sure. Right, you know why not? So yeah, that was what the phone call that I got, which was really bizarre. I didn't talk like I was expecting like May June to get it, you know. Um, Same, yeah. And it just they just rang me. It was just just they was just busy. Uh, sorry, they just cleared everyone that they could clear. So I got the COVID jab, totally fine until twenty four hours later, and for four hours I had flu symptoms. That was it. Four hours, six till ten last night. I had a Chinese curry. Peas in curry, weird. Add that, felt better. <laughs> Honestly, for four hours. Then did you have your little? Because when I'm ill, which is not very often, thankfully, but when I'm ill with a cold or flu or something, I have like a little station of stuff around me, mm. all within arm's mm. reach. So you're on the sofa. You've got a brew, or coffee, whatever, tissues, sweets, mm. little snack, phone, TV remote. Did you have your little man man station? Yeah. That's a similar setup to when Sam, Sam goes shopping for an hour as well, mm. actually. Just get all the same stuff, except the sweets, of course. No time for that when she's out. But yeah, pretty much had that. She looked <laughs> after me. And uh, 
Yeah, it was weird, man. You know, I got the, the flu symptoms. Like, I had the flu a, a, a couple of years ago. Twenty, In fact, no, last year, January 2020. My mum swears it was COVID. I was like, what is it? Um, and you know when flu just comes on really quickly? You know, and, and I mean, like, within minutes, it just happens, doesn't it? You just get it within minutes. That's what happened, dude. I was fine. Went for a walk, did a bit of the patio cleaning, and then just came back and was shivering. Four hours later, gone. Wow, bodies are weird, dude. DNA is weird. And that's without the Bacta. <laughs> what would you do without that? Crikey. Yeah, got in the Bacta tank, aka shower. We've not got a bath anymore, because that's another thing we did. Took the bathroom out this week. Never have a week off, because your bath disappears. So did you go in in your big Wymers in the Bacta tank like Luke? Yeah, I went yeah. In, 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 in the big dogs. The, the mustard ones, of course, because I'm uh, much more modern than Luke was back then. Of and, course. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had a cheeky little... Uh, Bacta, in the Bacta, uh, got out, <laughs> felt a lot better. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well. Oh, man. Jesus, you've had a much more thrilling week than I have, dude. Well, you've well, been, been going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, the opposite, Wait a minute. Man, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you telling me work's not thrilling? What? Whoa. Yeah. Is that what you've just said? Work's not thrilling. Right. A couple of things. HR. Absolutely not. That's not what I've said. Is that HR? That's HR. Do we have HR department? It's you. Oh, we should get one. And uh, yeah, I mean, like from a Star Wars perspective, your week has been a lot more in depth and thrilling than mine because of, because of, actually, yeah, to uh, reply to your point, because I've been at work, I've not done as much Star Warsy stuff. Smooth move, dude. Smooth move. You have got a new mic, though. I like your car, your kung fu, your new mic, your new mic, and all that. Yeah, pulled the trigger. Finally mm. got, finally got a decent mic. I've had a couple of decent mics for a year or so. But um, yeah, you know when, you know when you go through life and you're fairly happy with something, and you you trick yourself into thinking you're a hundred percent happy about something, but then in real life actuality, you're really only sort of ninety percent happy, eighty percent happy, something like that. That's what I. That's what my. Uh, thought process was for my previous mics especially the one i had before the road procaster i was like yeah i love this mic it sounds great and then you get used to it and then it's like yep yeah, i'm 100 percent happy but in reality you've just yeah you've tricked yourself into thinking you are but yeah so i got this mic and dude i love it man so uh, yeah you guys probably can't tell the difference i've probably wasted money you're like gas what you doing? <laughs> sounds exactly the same as your other microphone but there we go. You do sound a lot fuller. You sound a lot smoother. I think that we talked about it off air. I think that's the key, man. And uh, does it suck a bit more power? Did you have to FET edit or cloud lift it or anything? Uh, I've got a FET head, which I've, I've stuck on it. It does need a little bit more gain than the um, the old Procaster, but yeah. not a great deal. Maybe about an extra four or five dB. Decibels that's enough, for though. The that is enough if you're doing live streaming and stuff, because you've got to, you know, yeah, if, you, if you're ramping it up to up to the top, of uh, of the slider and you, there's not enough for a live stream you know you, that is a fair chunk that dude actually it is mate it is indeedy mm. yeah uh, the what, old, did, what have you done star wars uh, wise have you done out uh, yeah so i've done very little star warsy stuff dude because um yeah as our listeners will know by now the uh the people i work with the fairly fairly hard ass you know if i don't put in x amount of hours then still, extra amount of hours yeah so yeah, so I haven't been able to do too much, but um, yeah, so I've watched another another few episodes of the Clone Wars, and um, 
And that's about it. Oh, I did play some more Battlefront, actually. I'll find up the old Battlefront, too. See what that's like. That's like the old faithful, that is. If you want to get into Star Wars mode, but you don't want to sit through a film or you don't want to start a book, just uh, just get cracking with the old Battlefront, too. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Excellent. Good show, actually. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Do you know what? Speaking of that, I uh, fired up the Xbox, uh, which, is, as we know about now, got one. Uh, managed to get one, finally. New one. Um, sure. I text you about it. Now. Gears 5, dude, looks insane. Mental. Yeah. That is mental. Uh, but I started playing that Squadrons game, you know. it was on. It's on EA Play, isn't it? Mm. Uh, free. With the old Game Pass. Not a fan, man. Yeah, same. Yeah. Turned it off after like a mission and a half. I was like, eh. Just the same stuff. Shame. Yeah. I read you. Yeah, I did the same. I, play, I played it a little bit longer than that, but I think I sunk about two hours into it. And Yeah. We got some uh, we got some squadrons news in the news actually. In fact, we should crack on with the show, dude. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's because we've not spoke for a week because I've been off. Missed you. Tell me about his car, your kung fu, and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we need to get past it. All right, let's do news. Yeah, see. Before we get on to all that stuff, though, just a reminder to all of our listeners, as always, that you can listen for free in any podcast app you get your podcasts on. Just do a search for Spark of Rebellion. Any of those popular apps, you know, all the cool kids have gotten. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of that stuff. You'll find us on there. Or head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. You can find uh, links off to all the shows there. Or you can just listen to them in your browser if you want. We've got all of our episodes at sparkofrebellion.com. We're on the socials too. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Again, just do a search of Spark of Rebellion. You'll find us on there. We chat Star Wars throughout the week and post cool little tidbits. And if you like the show and you want to support us, you want to keep the lights on, then head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Rebellion. You can jump on from a dollar upwards there. Various tiers, get yourself some swag and support the show. We'd love your support. And uh, our current patrons, thank you so much for your continued support. You guys are awesome. Love you, love you, love you. So crack on with some news, shall we? First up, our friend. We know he listens. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Finji Feige. Feige. Yeah, so we know he listens. Anyway, we know that he's working on a Star Wars film. We're pretty sure he's working on a Star Wars film. You never know with Disney, do you? Week in, week out. Sometimes they're making films. Sometimes they're not. Just depends. But we know that they're roughly working on a film with Kevin Feige. And uh, he was doing some stuff for... Uh, he was promoting uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier that's just launched on Disney+. Plus. He was doing some uh, marketing for that. And the subject inevitably got onto Star Wars, as it always does. And they said, so you're working on a Star Wars film... What are you going to do after that? You're going to start doing some Star Warsy stuff on Disney Plus. You're going to extend whatever you're doing and do some more stuff. And his answer was very short and sweet. Basically, just said no. I won't be doing that. That's all. He basically passed the buck and said that's all Kathleen Kennedy, all Kathy Kennedy. He said uh, in Kathy. brackets, yeah, in brackets. We know um, Lucasfilm, Kathy Kennedy, Camilla Clark Bowles. Not that we say that to her face, but you know, not because we're scared of her, but <laughs> yeah. So, um, dude, I love this response because some people, they go into a massive waffle, don't they? They want to play the, the PR game. They want to be very careful about, you know, have to be very careful about what they say. Old Kev, no, no, no. He's just like, nope, not doing it. Go and see Kathy. She'll let you know what's going on with that. But interesting that they're still doing a film or he's still working in some capacity on a film for Star Wars, dude. Yeah, it is. I was, uh, I was interested in this one when it came, came up. Um, because I think he's, I don't know if he's come out and said it or whether it was implied. I might have been listening to another podcast earlier this week when I was driving around uh, to my one 
exercise with a friend outside. Um, <clears throat> about him just being a producer on the film, like everyone's making out his Feige's film and, oh, we're going to do a trilogy. Like, it sounds like he's just involved at producer level of the movie as well. So it's just, I don't know, it feels like a way of just attaching a big name that's obviously had great success. Um with with something so yeah there's there's not much in this one i think it what's interesting is this whole kathy kennedy thing just keeps coming up kathy um because you know one week she's out one week it's all kathleen kennedy you know who are you gonna trust doomcock or kevin feige you know what i mean <laughs> oh doomcock yeah it is yeah do you know what i've i've wondered over the past year or two if is if the the atmosphere and the working environment within disney more specifically Lucasfilm, is like what the outside world perceives it to be. Have you ever wondered that? So in the in the media mm. and everything, those guys are just getting raked like, like pretty much week in, week out, which they have done for years now. It's always been this inner turmoil, Kathleen Kennedy's the devil, like all these people getting fired. And I wonder if you work for Lucasfilm and you think, oh, am I going to have a job this week? Did I say something on Twitter a year ago that's going to get my ass kicked? Or is Kathleen going to, you know, is she going to come in and start whipping us, giving us lashings because, you know, whatever. I wonder if it's like that internally. I hope not, dude. But that's that's crazy. No, I don't think it is. I think it's, um, you know, because of the magnitude and the gravitas that Star Wars has as a brand and as these these big epic adventures on, on you know, in TV, screen and print, you know, I think you sort of, um, you sort of link the day-to-day inner workings of that with the same sense of epic greatness and this big grandeur where I think, you know, it's just, they're just people turning up to work like we do. It just so happens that the eight hours a day they spend on building sets for the Mandalorian and filming the Mandalorian. They're not, you know, there's no big, the drama is the thing they are filming. You know, it's not, Mm. there is no other drama in my, in in my, in my view. And we've sort of seen it before. Like we've, you know, both, both now working for the same company. You see what is a big release on the front end is really just a culmination of 15, 20, 30, 40, eight-hour days that you would be working anyway. Like, there is no difference in that. It's great to have the achievement, but you're still just working hard for the hours per day that you're working. And I think that's probably the same with them. They just turn up and it's like, all oh, right, okay, what's my little bit of this today? Mm. And there's probably, you know, they're thinking about, you know, crap, did I, what did I get for tea? And, you know, the, the life just goes on. And I think there's always that, because fans love Star Wars and properties like that so much, they sort of... I think they attach that grandeur and that epic nature of it to the day-to-day mundane that goes alongside working it, you know? Do you know what I mean by that? It's, yeah, I think that's what yeah. tends to happen a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're probably right, mate. Seven to eight hour days, eh? I wonder what that's like. Don't know, man. Work uh, three to four tops, if at all possible. Tops. Tops. Yeah. And that is pushing it. Hey, what do you... Uh, while we're talking about Kathy Kennedy and TV... Um, this is a slight digression, but Falcon Winter Soldier, that just launched. Episode two is out today as we're recording this. Um, and uh, obviously we've had Luke on screen. What do, what do you think of the old Seb Stan rumour casting? <laughs> that whole, let's, you know, we've not spoken about that for a few months. Number one, do you think that's ever going to happen? Number two, are you all right with that casting? Are you pretty good for that one? It's just, he's come back up again this week because of the Winter Soldier stuff, obviously. Yeah, he got asked again, didn't he? He was on a... Uh some good morning breakfast show and it came up and he was like no 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 I've not been approached by them I've not spoken about it or anything like that in terms of if it was to happen yeah I'd be up for that dude 
just because when I first saw some comparison pics, I thought it was photoshopped at first. I was like, bloody hell. And then, no, they weren't. It's like he absolutely looks like a young Luke, uh, Mark Hamill, sorry. It's amazing. So I'd be down for the casting for sure, but I'm just not sure whether there would be... I don't, I don't know if there's enough unexplored timeline for Luke that would warrant making a multi-million pound film or TV show about it. I just don't know. Mm. You know, maybe the old Luke stuff, sure. But a young Luke, I don't know. What, what do you want? Do you want that to happen? Well, it's interesting because what conflict will there be? You know, that that wouldn't have affected anything else. Like, I don't know. It's fascinating. It's so I guess it would maybe fall, with the exception of like it being Luke Skywalker, it maybe fall into the territory of um, some of the High Republic or even the New Throne stuff, the Ascendancy stuff, where it's introducing an entire raft of new mythology, which takes some real doing. You know, it takes some real building. So I think. I don't know, unless, unless you can... You've got the pull of Luke Skywalker, you've got the pull of Sebastian Stan, and of course an R2-D2 and all that stuff. But then you run into the Leia problem. You know, then you run into the Harrison Ford, Han Solo problem. You know, obviously there's Alden Heinrich, whatever, sorry, you know, butchering that one, but you know. <laughs> but then it comes to like storytelling and telling a tale that anyone really gives a crap about. Unless it's just some kind of journeyman adventure where it's Luke being a badass Jedi you'd have to introduce something fairly familiar so that it was interesting to the person that wanted to see like Luke Skywalker do the things that they've always wanted him to do. Do you know what I mean? That's why it was so good in The Mandalorian because it was it was the Empire versus Luke. Yeah. You know, it was still the Empire versus Luke. So I don't know. It's weird. It's sort of like, is it one of those things that it's, it's like, the fantasy is best off just left on the table. You know, what could be, just leave it. Is it one of them? Well, that's Maybe. it, yeah. I think a lot of people view it like that. But, yeah, I mean, thinking some more on that, there, there would be two time periods, which would be very cool if they were to pull that off. The first one would be before um, the opening's part of A New Hope. So this is in the mm. years running up, running up to that where he's just a farm boy. But it's all those adventures that he has with Biggs on Tatooine. And then Biggs mm. goes off to the Empire, does all that stuff. And he's like, you know, just blasting one prats and messing around with Fixer and all those lots. So if anyone's listened to the original radio dramas, the NPR stuff, the, the opening episode is all of that stuff, really. So all of that would be good. And you could, could throw Obi-Wan in there because he pops up now and then and looks out for him and all that stuff. And the other bit could be that those... Um, that little time pocket that we saw at the end of The Mandalorian where he's badass Jedi, mm. you know. But we don't really see anything until, you know, later on. So, yeah, there's probably a couple of little pockets of time, but I feel like they would be just finite little bits of isolated storytelling, which yeah. is probably not a bad thing, but I don't know. There is that sort of New Hope Empire three-year period as well. You yeah, know, true. There's that, yep. which <clears throat> I suppose the only thing with that is that you've sort of seen that story a lot now. You know, Jedi becomes better Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Bob Chapek's like, look, we've got to get Stan in on this. We've got to do yeah. it. Because, you know, Kathy's like, you're not the boss around here. Well, Chapek's just, uh, he's got his hands full with Mighty Ducks, which has just launched today on Disney+. Plus. So What a day it is, mate, for the Mighty Ducks, eh? What a day. Emilio! <laughs> Emilio. Miss that guy. What a guy. Do you know, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you this story, actually. <clears throat> I went to the Guinness Brewery years ago. And I mean years ago. 
And I was like looking at it. Went, all, went with all the lads, obviously. A few, few ales. And uh, <laughs> they're in the Guinness Brewery. I've been a couple of times. And they've got this ever-expanding wall of celebrities that have been. And uh, Richie Sambora was on there. I was like, this is badass, Richie Sambora. I love that guy. What a guitarist. And just out of nowhere, for a laugh, I just went to one of the lads. Wouldn't it be mint if Emilio Estevez had been? A minute and a half later, picture Emilio Estevez at the Guinness <laughs> Brewery. I was like, that guy gets everywhere. From the Wild West to Dublin. Love Emilio. Nice. Was Tico on the wall? Tico wasn't on the wall. It was just Richie. And oh. he's probably in his drinking days. Tico's too busy doing his artwork and playing his golf. And Richie's just busy downing the whiskey and mixing it with Guinness. Sorry, Richie. I know you listen. Sorry, Rich. Sorry, Richard. Ricardo. Yeah. Hard hitter, Tico. What a guy. Anyway. Yeah, big so, old forearms. So, Kev, a little bit of advice, mate. Stick to what you know. Let Kathy deal with the rest of it. Yeah. You've done all right for Marvels thus far. Don't get drawn into the Star Wars, literally the Star Wars drama behind the scenes. Just stick to your Marvel Dip your toe in now and then for Star Wars and then get the heck out of the area. Good show. Get out of there quick. Dude, you like a bit of Lego Star Wars, don't you? I like a bit of Lego Star Wars. Yes, I do. Yes, please. Four. So, <laughs> Lego. It takes me bloody ages to build Lego, dude, as you know. Same. Uh, not as bad as you, but same. You are not as bad as me. I fully admit that, dude. My wife is not happy with She's not. The old girl's not happy with the Uh-oh. with me now. So for Christmas, months ago, she bought me the big Batwing, Lego Batwing. So jealous of that. I've still got bags 11 to 13 on the floor in the living room with a Batwing that's three quarters of the way built. Dude, every time, literally, I'm not over-exaggerating, every single time she comes into the living room, she's like, you're going to build that? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just Back off, yeah? Just <laughs> let me do it. In my- <laughs> anyway, so that's not going down well. So every time I consider buying a bit of Lego, I'm like, right, I'm going to have to plan this in. How many months have I got <laughs> throughout the rest of the year <laughs> yeah. to build some Lego? But I know you love the Lego, so uh, this will be up your street. So three new Lego helmets. Well, two new helmets and one droid is uh, has just been released, actually. And these are pretty sweet. One thing I will say, though, the photography is very misleading. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you'll probably agree in a second. But so Darth Vader and the Scout Trooper helmet has just been released. You can pick those up from the dudes over at Lego. They're about, I think they're about sixty dollars, seventy dollars ish in mm-hmm. UK pounds. That's probably what fifty pounds, fifty five pounds, something like that. Yeah, they're usually fifty quid on Amazon. Like three three months later, these these little helmet things, aren't they? Okay, cool. And then we've got the probe droid as well, which looks very cool. In fact, the probe droid is probably the best one. It comes with a cool little. A little bit of snow on the base and stuff like that, the little card and whatnot. But um, yeah, I say misleading because I thought, wow, I'm going to have to clear some space on the shelf if I get these. <laughs> and then I saw a, a, some other photos, a different website, and they're about the same height as a bottle of Diet Coke. If that, like diddy little things. I think you might even have one. You've got, you've got one knocking about on you. Oh, there we go. Yeah. We're not live streaming this here. week, but uh, Mark's holding they, I've got a little, yeah, this is, um, so, yeah, if we were live streaming, you could see, but behind me, guys, can you see the two up there, Boba Fett and the Stormtrooper? Yeah. yeah this leads us yeah. on to our next story. This is the TIE pilot helmet that Sam got me for Christmas. I've also got a Baby Yoda, which I'm the same as you. I'm like, bags? Want to? 
50 <laughs> still on the floor. This yeah. is the one that I'm nearly finishing. So I know the next news story is about this tie helmet and the Stormtrooper one. Um, but yeah, they are pretty small. I've got the Boba one and I've got the uh, I've got these other two helmets, which were they were the only helmets you could get in Lego. And I've got then I've got the wicked brick display stand for them for later once I've done them, which is pretty badass. Um, but I do like the helmets. I like they, they are very misleading in size. But I think if you equate the price to them and and so on, you sort of get a, a fair picture of them. I think what's interesting about these helmets and even the probe droid, the size of it, because the probe droid, like you said, does look pretty sweet. Um, you can sort of dot them around, you know, you're not, you're not having to find and clear space, you know, you can sort of move things back and put these in front or vice versa. They're actually pretty sweet for that. You can get them into places where you might not get like, um, you know, like a, 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 a footprint, big footprint place at like the Obi-Wan hut or whatever. The footprint's only, um, well, I don't know, two and a half, three inch square, you know, there's, there's really not much to it. Um. Roughly, so it's roughly, roughly, yeah. roughly. Um, so they are pretty sweet for that, and the wicked brick boxes look ace. Like I said, I've got one downstairs for it, but uh, yeah, they, it can be misleading. The way they photograph everything like that is really misleading. But the droid one looks badass, man. I really like that probe droid. Hmm. Yep, I've got my uh, my papers on that one for sure. And for anyone that doesn't know, the the wicked brick stuff is a uh, third party company that does. He's really cool. Sometimes really expensive <laughs> display um, mm. solutions for Lego and stuff, but some of them are really nice. Yeah. I got one for the old, uh, again, just behind me. If ever we're live streaming, you'll be able to see it behind me. See the Anakin Starfighter just behind my uh, this shoulder that's moving, left yeah. shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, couldn't think of it. Uh, left, right. Um, <laughs> it was like eight quid, and it elevates the Starfighter above everything else on the shelf and puts it at a nice angle. Um, which is really, really nice. So you're right, though. Some of them can get expensive, and they really get you on the upsell. It's like, and now add purple lighting. And you're like, nope, no. <laughs> no. So three new bits coming from, or just released, sorry, by Lego. The um, the Scout Trooper helmet, the Darth Vader helmet, and the Imperial Probe Droid. And that leads us on to the other story that Mark just mentioned. There's two current helmets that have been out for a little while which is the classic Stormtrooper helmet and the TIE Fighter helmet. Those are going to be retired, dude, pretty soon. So you don't have to worry about this. You've got them, you know. Sure, you've got them already. Anyone that's uh, yeah, anyone that's going to pick these up, you're going to get, well, one of them at least. One of them is going to be gone this year. So you're going to have to jump on that if you want it. So, um, which I think is the... Um, the Stormtrooper helmet, I think that one's off this year. The mm. other one, the TIE Fighter helmet, that's going to be around for a little bit longer, but not too long. That's going to be around into some point next year. I think so, the Boba's going as well, is it? Is that going next year as well? Uh, could be. Or is that sticking around? Could be, could yeah. be. Could be. Either way, if you're looking to start your set of these little helmets and stuff like that, if you want to get your shelf looking sweet, you're going to have to roll on these, at least these two anyway, fairly quick. Classic Stormtrooper and a TIE Fighter helmet. But I can imagine once you've got three or four of these in a row, they would look pretty sweet, even if they're not massive. And this was the um, the photo that I saw with the TIE Fighter helmet with the guy who's just built it, looking very sort of semi-pensive, semi-proud of his little build. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, wow, that's really small. <laughs> don't get me wrong, they look really cool, but I don't know. Expectations versus reality, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're about... I just looked at Amazon now because sometimes they go up in price. Um, 
once they announce the retirement, and they're still only 50 quid, which, you know, if you've got 50 quid to chuck at some Star Wars Lego, they're certainly not a bad shout. There you go. Um, yep. There's plenty out there, yeah. And it's uh, it's almost worth picking the ones that are going out of, uh, well, getting retired before the newer ones, you know, versus pre-ordering the, the Vader one, for example, because you'll be able to pick them up for two or three years, you know? Yeah. Of course. Easy, isn't it? Easy, isn't it? Yeah. On to some gaming news, dude. Oh, yeah. Jedi Fallen Order 2 is... Uh, we've got another little bit that just puts the... Another little peg in the hole of confirmation. Those dudes over at Respawn. They haven't officially said that they're working on Jedi Fallen Order, even though it's very obvious that they are. They've not come out and said, yes, this is a thing that we're that's going to come out next year or the year after, whatever it is. But we did see... There was a load of job openings that was they popped onto their own website. I think it was middle of last year-ish. And it was working on one of their IPs. And the wording and some of the things that these roles would be working on were very... You could tell it was a um, an open... Like, like a that style of game, adventure style, third person, uh, sci-fi adventure type of game. You could tell it was Star Wars. Anyway, there's been another one now. And uh, they've actually explicitly said... So Blair Brown... Uh, Twitter name Blair Brune, interesting, has says, um, uh, all game dev- all game developers, game dev jobs, oh, on Twitter, I'm looking for an experienced producer to come work with me on Star Wars at Respawn. We're a small production team and rarely have openings, so hit me up quick if you're interested or have questions. Job details here. So they've now explicitly said, come work with me on a Star Wars game. And it has to be Jedi Fallen Order 2. Right? I cannot see them working on two Star Wars games internally at any one time. That'd be nuts. So uh, so it's definitely happening, dude. You're going to put your name in? You're going to throw your, your hat in the ring for this one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you not be curious about with this one as well? Whether it'll be a Game Pass drop from day one as well. Like, everything is going that way, as you know, like with Outriders, we spoke about it last week. Um, really makes me curious. Because, like, Squadrons came onto EA Play really, really, really quickly. You know, three months, four months later. So I don't know. Like, would you pre-order it? Is the question. Would you pre-order it? Or like, I've got the disc for Jedi Fallen Order, and I've not put it in for six months. It's all on Game Pass. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's a good. I don't think this will come to Game Pass day one though. Mm-hmm. You think? No, because generally what happens is with the EA Play stuff is I th- I believe I could be wrong, but I believe there's two levels of EA Play. Okay. You've got the entry level one, which games that have been out between. 12 to 10 to 12 months they'll come then to uh, the normal one which is on Xbox and then I think you've got another level which is some kind of premium mm. level you pay a bit more and then you get all the new EA, EA games day one so I don't think this will drop straight away but like you said with Squadrons I don't think it'll be too long yeah because Squadrons did come to, to the, the standard EA play relatively quick didn't it it wasn't Dude, that like long. four months yeah it was yeah. nothing. Uh, pre-order for sure, though, for me, dude. For dude. Uh, it's, um, and I will play through the first one again because I do want to go and um, I do want to go and, and, and rock that through again. I'm hoping that they're going to do this. Uh, so it's kind of related to this, but they've one of the, you know, the 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 listings where if you want to bring out something new, you have to not necessarily patent it, but you sort of announce that, especially for age ratings and all that stuff, you announce that, you know, a new film or new game is coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there was a German website where Jedi Fallen Order 2 had had a brand new listing 
um, mm. for these things. So there was a lot of chatter around, are they going to do a proper, um, uh, not a reboot, but a, a remaster for the next-gen consoles? Because mm. they pushed a little update out a month or two ago, and that boosted the frame rate and gave you a slightly better resolution. But it wasn't really perfect. It still had stuttering issues, the input-output stuff on the hard drive is a bit laggy and all that stuff. So defo, man, if they release uh, a, a new updated next-gen version, I'll be all over that. But either way, Fallen Order 2 is on the pre-order for sure, man. Yeah. Interesting. The um, It turns out the Pro, EA Play Pro, is only for PC users. Just had a quick look, um, which is interesting. So I wonder if that explains Squadrons coming out, you know, a little earlier to the, to the console people. Hmm. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Interesting times. What would you uh, What would you like to see in Jedi Fallen Order Two? What would What are your top one, two, three things that you'd like to see um, in that? You know, whether it's different game modes or the storyline or whatever. What would be the top three? Uh, top three would be I'd like to see more connected stuff with the wider universe that we're familiar with. I think one of the strengths of Fallen Order was it was something very original that we hadn't seen before. A bit like the Mandalorian season one. It felt Star Wars, but it didn't rely on the big hitters to uh, to bring everything in. But I would like to see a little bit more of, of a, a venture into some of those more popular stories and whatnot. Uh, number two, I'd like to see it technically perform better. Uh, I think it was a bit like, a, I don't know, not really a rush job, but there was definitely a lot of issues with like free, like stuff just freezing up and mm. it was really buggy. Uh, and then the third thing would probably be, I'd like to see more... Um, I'd like to see more storytelling within the levels because it felt a little bit like as you were going through those levels, a lot of it was just meta until you got to the boss at the end or mm-hmm. whatever it was. If you think about games like the Uncharted series and those kind of games, they were just like storytelling all the way through. Like every single scene was like considered and it was really action-packed and stuff like that. Whereas... I get that the exploration side of things can be cool, but that just kind of, that lagged a little bit for me. That felt a bit filler, just getting from A to B. So, yeah. What about you, dude? Uh, Same thing, like true, genuine next-gen utilisation. You know, I think that will be a, 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 because of the Star Wars universe and the choice of planets that you could really weave into the story that could do something really, really stand out and special with that. Um so I'd certainly like to see them really maxing out on that and, and and really taking advantage of the lighting options that they've got. Really, like, just bring this immersion completely to us. Um, probably from a PlayStation perspective, I'd like to see better use of the controller. Like, really... And, and even... Um, not necessarily just the controller, but the, the things like the 3D sound... Um, really kind of take advantage not just of the next gen but the peripherals that you've got available so really make that controller work for this game a little bit like astro's playroom you know that's that's the only thing that we've got really um and i'd quite like a lot more replay value as well um having played spider-man a little bit more you know a lot not necessarily the dlcs but something a little bit more open world that just gave you 20 minutes or something to play where you could nip off and you could do X or you could find Y. You know, and it doesn't doesn't need to be a lot, but just enough where you think, you know, if I've got 20 minutes, I'm not going to pop the disc out. I'm going to stick with that and have 20 minutes. Don't need to progress anything. I just I just want to do something and throw my lightsaber around for a bit. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, they're my three things, dude. 
Yeah, cool. And I think that game that Massive is working on for Ubisoft, that new open world Star Wars game, is going to be up our street, dude. Because yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that we'll be able to jump on there, do some side missions for half an hour, and then not have to worry about going through like a long mission story arc. Just once you've done all the main stuff, you can nip out, nip on, and do whatever you want. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's years away yet, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're right, dude. Yeah. Anyway, let's finish up on some some more gaming news. So you mentioned Star Wars Squadrons. Um, anyone that thinks they're a bit of a hotshot pilot thinks they're pretty good at the old squadrons. There's going to be an event taking place over the May fourth Star Wars weekend, and uh, this is called the Twin Suns Tournament, and uh, it's going to be focused on Star Wars Squadrons and. The lead, if you're going to bag yourself a first place trophy, that comes with a $20,000 prize, which is pretty badass. So we don't know um, too much detail about this yet. All we've seen is a very quick coming soon trailer. And uh, I think it's run by the the Eckhart's Ladder uh, folks. But um, yeah, big old tournament happening. I'm not sure on the platform that's eligible for this. Um, They mentioned in the article that obviously Squadrons is available for PC playstation and xbox which is cool um but we're not sure if it's only available on some console or pc uniquely we're not sure but anyway you'll be able to sign up soon um there's a little trailer it says details are coming soon and we'll give you guys the uh, the heads up on that but dude that's a tasty little a tasty little um mid-year treat 20 grand not bad, is it? You could buy a few Star Wars Lego helmets with that little bad boy, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I can't remember. Is, is cross-play enabled um, on Squadrons? Can you, is, it, is it cross-play like Warzone style or Apex Legends? I don't even know if it is. Um, I'd be terrible at it, mate, because I really am not good at these flying sims. Really not good. Maybe that's why I dislike Squadrons, but yeah, a little bit of buns. <laughs> a little bit of buns. Uh, it, it's definitely cross-play enabled, dude. Is it? Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what? I love that we're in that era. I, I like <laughs> When I plugged the PS5 in, honestly, I got it, plugged it in, signed into Warzone, all my guns from my Xbox One were there. I'm like, you are kidding me. This is brilliant. <laughs> um, like, what a world we live in. Like, cross-play is just a dream. I used to dream for that when I was playing Horde back in Gears 3 days and the... Uh, playing the original Halo multiplayer stuff back when, you know, when it did work. Um, and Halo 3 was the big one for it when it really kind of became better. Just, dude, you know, being able to cross-play with PC players and stuff, was what a world we live in now, dude. <laughs> what a world. Do you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. My uh, my youngest son, he was having a bit of a, a board. You know kids, you know kids today. Just having one of those, Dad, I'm bored. Oh, here we go. Get up a tree, son. Right. Anyway, yeah, he's like, Dad, I'm, I'm bored. So I thought immediately back to when I was that age, as you do, when you're a miserable old dad. You think back to when you were that age. And I was thinking, I'm going to slap him. I'm actually <laughs> physically going to pick him up by his face and give him a good right-hander. Because when I was younger, it was like, as you know, you know, I'm not quite in our 30s, but almost there. When you were younger, it's like, do you watch a film? Oh, well, is it on telly? No. Video shop. Yeah. Do you know? That was how you watched films. Nowadays, think just think about what the world we live in today, where everything that Star well, almost everything that Star Wars has put out is available online at the touch of a button. 
all of the mm. Marvel stuff, all of these things, Game Pass, the lot. He's telling me he's bored. We've got Nuts, subscriptions to Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Game Pass, yeah. and we've got Sky TV. And he's telling me he's bored. In it. In I it, can't dude. believe it, mate. I cannot believe it. And for us, it was like you literally had to do with the things that you had in the house. Like a video shop was a treat, like on a Saturday night every now and again. It was like, okay, do you want to watch Mary Poppins again? Yep. <laughs> you know, it, was just, it was just what you had. It was like whatever videos you had, whatever TV you'd recorded, soldier, soldier. You know, don't, don't record over my video. You heartbeat. know, yep. heartbeat. Yeah, exactly, dude. What? Yeah, I, I, I understand your, your chagrin at that as a, uh, you know, both in our thirties, middle-aged kind of guys. Like, yeah, I, I imagine that. I imagine, and, and even like, even if they're not into that, just read a book. Like, you've got, you've got the inter freaking net. Exactly, and not even that. I, there's been loads of times where I said to him, look. Step into my office. Come here. You guys can't see it. It's off camera. Even if I was streaming, it's off camera. But got this big ass bookcase in here. Top to bottom. Loads of cool books, graphic novels, hundreds of comics. He's like, nah. <laughs> I don't don't fancy any of that. Okay. How do you know? You've not looked. You've just looked at the bookcase. Uh, kids, man. Kids. So what do, what does he do? What what would what what did he end up doing? Well, there's normally just one game that he hasn't got amongst the myriad of all the other <laughs> multimedia that's available to him. There's always this one game that he wants to get on game like the App Store or something. In this case, it happened to be Dragon Ball Fighters or something like that. You know, once he got that, you know, he had to wait until he got his pocket money, of course. But once he got that, mm. his world was you know was all happy again. It's unbelievable. That's nuts. Yeah. Bloody kids, mate. Honestly. You'd have them. Can't live with them. Can't sell them to the bin men anymore. Frowned upon, apparently. Apparently so. I miss the 80s. Yeah. Mom, yeah I used to have mom. a mate that was a, a bin man. How many kids has he got then? That were sold oh, to no him? One. Well, okay. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old bin men. He's had a relationship with the old bin men. Say hello That's in the weird. morning. All that lot. How you doing? No, yeah, no. now they don't empty your bin if it's got... Like, if it looks like it once had plastic in it, they're like, leaving that, not taking that. Like, what? Are you, are you David Attenborough? <laughs> that is, that has not got plastic in it. Or if, you know, if it's like a quarter of an inch too full and it's like the lid's mildly open. That one bin man, I've had it a couple of times at the old house, ring up the old waste refuse department. I'm like, mm -hmm. Deborah, Mark again. Used to work at the doctor's. She's like, yeah, moved. Right. Couple of things. First up, my bin has not been emptied, and you know the answer was always not you as well, because <laughs> there was like that one bin man that had turned up to work, and his missus had given him a hard time that morning, or he's forgot his sarnies, or he's chipped his toe, or he's you know he's done something that's just annoyed him, and he's like not emptying that bin because it's a third of an inch too full. So <laughs> then the poor the, the entire crew has to come back out. There's always oh, one. Man. It goes back to the that saying, happens. there's always one. There is. Oh. Anyway, here, how do we get onto that? And here we have the bin of the Asquiths. <laughs> Normally full. But yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, bit of an atom moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to put a stop to this waffle. Otherwise, we're going to go on and on. We're going to wrap it here for episode 99, dude. It has been great 
So chat Sar was with you as always, buddy. And um, yeah, I think we've kind of settled onto our Star Wars newsy format. We should definitely change this up though. We should definitely get back to chopping mm. out some of these news stories and doing some random spotlights and stuff. We definitely need to do We'll do that. We will do that, listeners, for sure. Yeah. We do need to do that. and, and just Because uh, we always dive deep on stuff anyway, don't we? It's just we don't choose what we're going to dive deep on. We just digress into, uh, into bin men. And slapping my son for not being appreciative <laughs> of modern multimedia. Yeah. It was the picking up by the face. I was in my head I was like, how would you how would you even do that? Would you just grab from the front? I don't know. There was a lot going through my mind when you said that. Yeah. I think the anger just took over and I just described yeah. something quite yeah. I just want to assure well, listeners that I don't grab my face by the my son by the face and pick him up. My face by the sun. <laughs> <laughs> uh podcasting one oh one. Anyway, it's been great for you all to be here, for you to listen to us chat complete and utter Star Wars rubbish for another week. It's been good to have you here. Uh, remember, you can listen for listen for free on any podcast app that you listen to your podcast on. Please go and check us out. We'd love to have you as a follower on any of those big important ones like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever app you want to listen to us on. Or you can head over to the website, sparkofrebellion.com. You can listen to all of the episodes there. And there are links to go off to those apps and whatnot we're on the socials too instagram twitter and facebook do a search for spark of rebellion you'll find us on there come and give us a like and a follow we chat star wars throughout the week so come and get involved over there and again if you like our show and want to support us then we have a patreon over at patreon.com forward slash spark of rebellion come and get involved in there get yourself some sor swag and we'd love to have your support it keeps the lights on around here and to our current patrons thank you again for your current support we love you guys it's been fun dude always a pleasure my man yeah we'll see you next week episode 100 next week which is pretty sweet we just keep on plowing away don't we one step at a time yeah small steps buddy yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but no always good dude yeah enjoyed the uh enjoyed this is the first time i've been sat at my desk all week so this is bad ass what a what a good reason to do it so yeah cheers dude always a pleasure indeedy we'll catch you guys next time take care of yourselves and may the force be with you always.